0: as everybody. This is your Arabic teacher, Sam, and a very warm well welcome back to the Arabic with Sam podcast. Today, episode 29 of the podcast. Um, not the sorry. 21. Where did I get 29 from? It's not the 29th today, is it? 20, 20, the 21st. The 21th. The 21st episode of the Arabic with Sam podcast. Um... Yeah, it's going well on the podcast, isn't it? Alhamdulillah. You know, we've got some good numbers over on Spotify. Other people are taking part in it and stuff as well. Those of you who are listening anywhere, whether you're on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, connect with me somewhere else as well, please. Go over to Instagram or something, drop me a message, say, yo, Sam, I'm listening to the podcast. Um, I love it or it's terrible. I don't understand any of it or whatever. So, um, so in this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about, um, about prepositions. A, a brother actually contacted me on Instagram and DM'd me, and uh, told me that he was a bit confused about what prepositions to use, use with what verbs. And I thought that deserves an episode of the podcast. So, um, yeah, so here we go. Um, for the brother. So I've got fifteen, and we're probably going to learn about fifteen words. Um. Yeah, and the prepositions. These are all, you know, really, really useful um, Arabic verbs used all the time. And as we go, I'll just offer my commentary and stuff as well about how these verbs are used. And um, yeah, so without further ado, we'll look at the first one. So the first one is the verb vehabe. So um, in most languages, when you use the verb to go somewhere, you know, even even in English as well, like I can't just say I went, ha- I went, I went his house. You know, I've said I went to his house. I can't just say I went shop. I went to his shop yeah there are some languages where you don't need the word to in there like um you know like somali for example you don't need the word to in there you can just use the verb tegeit you don't need like a preposition in there but but most languages you do okay and arabic is the same so with haber, look out for this especially for beginners if you're using haber, look out for illa yeah if you if you use haber, just look out for your illa because that one kind of makes sense but it's just one that a lot of the time students are kind of students are kind of caught up in especially beginners are caught up in making sure that they've used their ذهب at the beginning of the beginning of the sentence. if it's a verb sentence thinking about having the right person and the right number of that of that verb and sometimes students forget their their إلا. so that's the first one. Second one is the verb ضحيك Dahikah uh, means to laugh at something, and, and in English we say we laugh at something. But in Arabic, this is the point that I, this is the reason why I raised this one, is because in Arabic you say min, you, you laugh from something. You know, like if you're asking someone if they're laughing at you, مني, are, are you laughing from me? You know, you you say you say min, and as it's دهيك, in the present tense, it'll be yodhaku. That's how you do the present tense, yodhaku. Uh, are you laughing at me? The next one is another one which you, which you wouldn't really be able to infer without, without knowing that this is the right preposition with it. So the verb fekara means to think something. Like in English, we think about something. Um, this is to think as in to think about, not not to think as in to believe something or to think as in to kind of, I suppose, something. It's to think as in to be kind of thinking about something. And to think about something is to فكرا, is fi. فَكَّرَ fi something. In Arabic you think in something, you know, um, yeah, um, I, I thought about my wife a lot or whatever. blah blah blah, I thought about something. And then in the present tense would be, أفكر. I think. أُفَكِّرُ فِي about, about whatever, right, about anything. Next one, number four, is a really useful one. I see this one in the GCSE Arabic exam all the time. Is the verb إهتم ihtamma bi, and إهتمل بي blah blah blah. Um, it's to find something interesting. And the term إهتمام is for interest, not interest as in riba, as in um, as in like usury. Interest as in to be interested in something. And you use this verb إهتمل إهتم إهتمل اهتمّ Um yeah, to be to be interested in something um, and you should use B with it as well if you say I'm interested in football and yeah I'm, I'm interested in football for example the next two are kind of a pair the next two we have number five and number six in this list we have the they're the both around the verb رغيبا. 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 رغيبا is to dislike something but Raghiba fi is to want or to desire something. So we have, we have the same verb, two different prepositions which mean, you know, it makes the verb mean the opposite thing, just using the different preposition, right? I remember mentioning this ages ago about, there was a debate a while ago on YouTube around um, an ayah in the Quran which talks about the angels doing Salih um, doing upon the Prophet. And um, to do Salih Ala is very different to do Salih to, to do something, and a lot of people were try, try deliberately to be difficult about that and to not really understand it, but actually it's not complicated. Like, in English, we have the same principle of prepositions, making things mean considerably different things. You know, like, you know, in English, one well, the example that I gave in a video is when we look, we have the verb to look, right? But to look after someone is very different than the meaning to look for someone, now, you look after your kids, but if you're looking for your kids, then you've done a bit of bad looking after of your kids, right? Um, so anyways, prepositions are important with your verbs, and sometimes in Arabic, it can even be the complete opposite meaning. Next one, this one will catch people out. Okay, this one I actually put on my Instagram story earlier, a little, uh, a, little, a, little um, a little poll to see who would get this right. So the question was around the verb تكلمة. We all learn the verb تكلمة quite early. We should learn it because it's the way that we say or لا You know, I don't speak Arabic or I speak English or whatever. And um, the verb تكلمة, we hear it in عمية and in modern Arabic it's used as to And that's what we'd expect. We'd expect to speak about. We'd expect تكلمة an. But... Um, and actually, you will find that in the hands of a dictionary and stuff. But like that—that—that's more, but that's more become something in standard Arabic because it's been used in our so much. But actually, actually, it should be to You know, it's kind of the most faṣīḥ to have to kalam and um, an should be used with tahdītha. You know, really, you should have tahdītha an and to But quite often, people do use to an and to both. Um, and the question, the poll that I put up on my Instagram was تكلمَ and then whether you use "ayla" or "an". And actually the, the answer in modern Arabic is both. The answer in probably classical Arabic is "ayla" is alone. Um, that's what I'd have thought anyway. Uh, the next one, um, the, it's actually the verb احتوى عالة, but, but I've written it down as تحتوي because and yahtawi عَلَى means to include something. Um, يَحْتَوِ blah 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 um, it's, it's very very common to have, you know, this this something I- includes something else. على, to, to include something else. and You have to use عَلَى upon that as well. You have to use ala with that verb. The next one, um, the verb اعتمد اعتمد means to rely on something. Um, you know, th- this idea depends upon something else. Um, you have to rely on something um, you know um ilmuna an Islam ya'tamidu ala nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for example like our knowledge of islam depends on the, the companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam you know to to do i'timad um ala something is to depend upon something um, and you have to use ala with that uh, the next one, if you watched last week's episode of the talk through, the Arabic talk through that I do on Tuesdays, um, if you went through that lesson that I that I made free for you guys last week, um, you'll have heard the term, the verb mseker bi something. There's um the, at the beginning of it, for those of you who didn't, it's a little cartoon in Arabic, and there's two boys sort of chasing each other. I think one of them is called Saleh, and the other one's called براه. Um And they um, and it begins. One of the boys says, "Qad msektul bika." صالح, or something like that. Like I, I caught you, Saleh. Is it Saleh, the name? I think I remember the name Saleh, but it might not have been. Um, the verb msekin is to catch someone. And you should say you should say bi, yeah. With it, you, you you catch by someone in Arabic, yeah. Qad I, I I have caught you. Um, cool. Next one, the verb ashara. Ashara yoshiru. Ashara is kind of the, is the same pattern as Arada, so we have Arada yuridu, so we have Ashara yushiru, It's the kind of um, uh, to um, to to point towards something. It's a bit more than that though. It's not just pointing towards something. It's like gesturing. Gesturing towards something, mate. It's, it's, not, it's not a verb specifically about the pointing. It's about kind of gesturing to something. And you use illa with that as well. Um, so the, from that as well, we have the word for sign language. Lughatul ishara. You know, the, the language of ishara. Yeah, it's a sign language. Now, sign language. Um, yeah, so you get it. You know, there's Arabic sign language. Um, and on it, obviously, it differs from British Sign Language and International Sign Language and stuff as well. It's um, it's pretty pretty crazy, really. My my wife's um, best language is um, is sign language. It's British Sign Language. She, she she's not deaf, but she's she's hard of hearing, and um, like mo- most of her, she communicates with most of our friends in sign language, and we use a lot of sign language at home as well. And um, it's amazing, like, like my wife, really, mashallah, She's an amazing woman. Like, you know, she she mainly uses British Sign Language, but because she lived in Saudi and because she's got such like. Like um, she's got friends from so many different places here in this country as well. Like she, she can she can like translate a menu in Arabic into Arabic sign language, and she can translate a menu in English into Arabic sign language. It's crazy. Like it's it's not even just translating between two two spoken languages. It's uh, translating between different international different different spoken languages is sign languages is. So yeah. Interesting stuff. Maybe I'll, uh, if any of you know anyone who knows Arabic sign language, maybe we'll get someone on the channel one day and we'll do some Arabic sign language together. That'd, that'd be quite nice. So I'll get my wife to teach me some and we'll do we'll do a bonus video one Saturday or something and we'll we'll uh, yeah, we'll yeah talk about Arabic sign language. It's probably quite interesting. Cool. What do we have next? Number 13. We're getting to the end of them now. So we have this verb, the verb Qubidah. When I learned the verb Qubidah, I was actually taught that, I was even taught to consider the verb Qubidah as not even a verb. Without its preposition, without the preposition ala, with it, to do kubida ala means to means to kind of to be caught or to or to catch. I think to be caught really. If someone is kubida ala, then he, then he's caught. Um, yeah, um, and, and I remember learning it. I remember, I remember my teacher sort of saying, don't, don't even don't even just remember kubida. Don't even remember it. It's a passive verb in itself, but don't, don't even remember it. Like only learn it with the with the preposition ala because you won't hear it, hear it spoken. It's, it's not like other of these verbs, like the verb te you hear without its preposition a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? Even just saying, you know, ukhti te you know, El Forancilla or whatever. Like my sister speaks speaks French, you know. She she you don't always have to be speaking about something. But um that's a difference with Somali as well, actually. To just speak a language, you do need a preposition, you need a ku in there. You'd say, you know, Afka Somali, go on, ku hadli kara. I can speak Somali, I'd say ku um, hadli. But yeah, anyways. So um, next, okay, these last two. Um, in our live Q&A yesterday, this came up, this topic came up, so I wanted to include these two as well. Um, so there's a lot of confusion, especially around people who are learning Amiya, about with the term ba'id and qarib. whether you use min, or an with them because in amiya you can use min with either you can say ana ba'id minhu or ana minhu like i'm close to it or i'm far from it but um, but really in fusha any the verb ba'id and any word from that derived from it like the, the verb ibta'ada for example to be far from something you should use an so an qarib min that's the way around that we should do it right so other verbs that come from ba'id like i say ابتعد, you use an um, I don't know if it sometimes adds the confusion that there are kind of synonyms to ibtida. There which do use min, like ijtenabe. Um, yeah, there's a there's a there's, a, um, there's an ayah in Surah al-Hujurat when Allah says ijtenibu kafiran min al-van. It says like stay away min from like um, from assumptions, assumptions from دن. It's you know it's part of the religion, in Islam, that we, we that we stay away from making assumptions about people um yeah it's part of part of the etiquette of the mutmin that we should that we that we itch tenable we um it's tenable i think it even is it's not even just it's tenable it's it's tenable kathira minal it's like really it's serious business to stay away from van. yeah it's not just it's tenor but but it's tenible is the same as saying we say إجتنب من. We say ابتعد عن. That's the difference. And then with قريب, there's the verb iqtaraba and the verb تقرب as well, and تقارب. Those are all verbs, but they all they all always come from the term meaning to be close to something. قريب is close. أقرب is the closest, and you always use those with min or li or actually. I mean, you know there there is um, there are times in the Quran when Allah says. Um, you know, well, use uses uses the root قَافْرَ and bear with with sometimes iqtaraba لِنَاسَ حِسَابَهُمْ وَهُمْ فِي or something like that. I don't know if that's the exact wording, but but there's definitely like something comes closer to the people. Um, I suppose you'd use that if it's to do with movement, but but if it's to do with actually just being far from something already. So just how in English we say I'm I'm close to, I'm a. No, no, we, we don't redo really that in English, do we? But but anyway, so min, min an is the point. So there's 15 verbs. We went through that nice and quickly. No point in dilly-dallying. As well, if you ever want to get through my podcasts quicker, because sometimes I like to just chat to you guys a little bit and I just get into whatever we're doing. On most podcast platforms, you can just speed up. You can just speed it up if you want to listen to one of my podcasts in like 1.5 speed. Um, then obviously you can do that. I, when I'm listening to podcasts, I accidentally did that the other day, and I thought that these people were deliberately uploading their podcasts like twice as fast. I didn't know. I thought it was like a podcast hack. Like you got more downloads if they were shorter or something. Um, but it's a good job I worked it out before I started uploading my podcasts at double speed. Anyways, so um, what announcements do we have? we have absolutely none. The only announcement that I want to give to you guys is is keep in touch, keep learning Arabic. That's the most important thing. And uh, I suppose if you need any help, just get in touch with me inshallah. Um, and that's it. I, I, oh yeah I will actually whilst I've got you guys in the podcast here. Uh, Wednesday's Instagram live. Any questions at all about what I've talked about in the podcast or anything? Instagram Live on Wednesdays, I would very much like it if you guys would go over and follow me on Instagram, if, uh, if you're listening to this, because um, the numbers don't really matter to me so much, but I think it helps my mum to not be so disappointed that I haven't got a real job, so... So, um yeah, so I'd appreciate that, inshallah. Obviously it helps me out if we have bigger numbers. I don't have any I don't have any intention to have like serious sponsors or anything. That's that's not why I'd want the numbers. Unless there's someone out there who has a coffee company who would be interested in giving me coffee. Because in the live in the live stream yesterday we worked out that um that it would work very nicely if we would have a they have a Arabica with Sam. Like Arabica coffee. That'd be a good way for me to get a good coffee sponsor. Cause I I put away a good eight cups of coffee a day, I'd say. I'd say it's the root cause of my lack of sleep. Um, this week is a usual week coming up in Charlotte. This week tomorrow we'll have a talk-through. We're doing Safari Dubai. We're doing a little video about a safari in Dubai. Um, and then Wednesday is another hadith. Uh, video, which will be walking through the Arabic language of a hadith, uh, Thursday will be grammar time, we're only going to do another two episodes of grammar time after this week, inshallah, so come along if you want to make some little tweaks to your grammar, and uh, yeah, that will take us up to pretty much the end of the week, and then uh, I'll update you guys then, at the end of grammar time. So, that's it, don't forget to subscribe to the channel, those of you guys on YouTube, uh, don't forget to stay in touch, those of you on the podcast, and uh, catch you guys in the next one. Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.